From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Well, right now in the Afternoon Edition, a break from the rain, but a lot more on the way this week. Good afternoon. I'm Ryan Yamamoto, and while we're focused on that forecast, groups are calling for action against the state's biggest utility company for its response to wildfires. A small group of protesters gathered outside a PG&E conference in San Ramon, demanding Governor Newsom take action against the utility company. Reclaim Our Power is a coalition of environmental justice advocates. They want PG&E held responsible for a number of deadly wildfires over the past several years. Activists say they want the state to ditch private utility companies altogether and move completely to publicly owned energy. These are the same regulators who have passed PG&E plans year after year, despite knowing that the plans were incomplete, unsafe, expensive, and designed for PG&E profit, not our safety. This week, PG&E is hosting a wildfire mitigation conference that features wildlife, wildfire experts and utility executives from across the western United States and Canada. And we asked PG&E for a response. A spokesperson sent us a statement saying in part, quote, Many of the actions in our wildfire mitigation plan have proven effective at preventing potential wildfires. And we welcome feedback from our regulators, stakeholders, community leaders, and customers because we know this makes us better and safer. And as Northern California braces for an upcoming atmospheric river, people in Southern California are pleading for help and for supplies. Many people living in the San Bernardino Mountains have been stranded and without power for nearly two weeks. People in the town of Crestline had to wait for free food after the roof of their grocery store collapsed. There is still evacuation orders near Fresno where multiple roofs have collapsed in this mobile home park. The, the not knowing is the biggest thing. Um, because we don't know if we've got a house to go back to. Governor Newsom has declared a state of emergency in 13 counties due to the storms. The National Guard has been activated to help people dig out of the snow in Southern California. So let's get our get to first lady meteorologist Darren Peck. Uh, at least for here, we're talking about rain dry for now, but oof, it's coming. It is coming uh, Thursday night through Saturday morning. Some pretty strong rain too. We're going to pick up about an inch and a half to maybe two and a half inches in a window from Thursday night through Saturday. I'm going to focus on that in a lot more detail coming up in the complete forecast. For right now, let's just take a look at what's happening today and tomorrow. Scattered showers out there now. We switch over to the future cast and it shows us the showers are going to pick up in numbers as we go through later tonight. And then overnight tonight, a cold front's going to march across the bay. We'll see an organized line of rains going right over the heart of the bay by around 5 a.m. tomorrow. And then it clears the South Bay once we get to around 9 in the morning. And then it's going to be blue sky tomorrow. This is the last gasp of this very incredible February storm cycle. I know we're March now, but we started this in the middle of February with these cold, snowy storms. That's the last train. That's the last car on the train. When we start the next storm on Thursday and Friday, it's a totally different kind of animal. And we're going to look at that and we'll talk about why we've got two first alert days now for Thursday and Friday. I'll see you with that in a few minutes, Ryan. Over to you. All right. Thanks, Darren. Well, two of four Americans kidnapped in Mexico on Friday have been found dead. The other two are alive and back in the United States in the morning. Some of the images you're about to see in this report are tough to watch. Christian Benavides has more from Miami. A convoy believed to be carrying the two surviving American kidnap victims headed toward the U.S. border. A few hours earlier, Mexican authorities announced two of the four Americans kidnapped last week were found dead. Hay cooperación 
Mexico's president expressed his condolences and says one person has been detained in connection with the abductions. According to the FBI, gunmen opened fire on the four Americans last Friday after they drove this white minivan with North Carolina plates across the border from Brownsville, Texas into Matamoros, Mexico. This video appears to show men with guns force a woman into the bed of a pickup truck. The men dragged two others who appear hurt into the truck next to her. A Mexican bystander was shot and killed. A U.S. official identified the Americans as Latavia Tay McGee, Shahid Woodard, Zindel Brown, and Eric James Williams. Tay McGee's aunt told CBS News she believes her niece was going to Mexico for cosmetic surgery, a common practice since procedures are less expensive south of the border. The Biden administration says it is closely following the situation and coordinating with Mexican authorities. Well, new information on potential layoffs at Meta. A Bloomberg report says the newest round of thousands of layoffs will add to the 13 percent of Meta workers who were let go last November. That sent the stock high in pre-market trading, but it's back to where it started. CEO Mark Zuckerberg says he wants to restructure teams and remove layers of middle management to speed up the decision-making process and focus on expanding the metaverse. Governor Gavin Newsom says California is done with doing business with Walgreens. The governor says that's because the company is refusing to sell a specific abortion pill in about 20 states. Attorneys general in those states all warned Walgreens against mailing mifepristone. That prescription, along with another medication, can be used to end a pregnancy up to 11 weeks. It's not to be confused with birth control or a Plan B pill. Back in November, an anti-abortion group filed a lawsuit in Texas to revoke FDA approval for the drug, claiming the FDA approved it 23 years ago without adequate evidence of safety. But physician groups say the drug is safe and effective. And a judge appointed by former President Trump could make a ruling on that case any day. Sean Chitness has the latest. Walgreens won't comment on the governor's tweet saying that the state will no longer do business with the company. While Walgreens has said it will provide the abortion pill where it legally can, advocates on both sides are reacting to the news that the company won't distribute the medication by mail in several states. They want to push Walgreens to go even further in their direction. Dr. Sophia Yen says the governor is taking the right stance on this issue. She wishes more leaders would be this aggressive when it comes to access to any form of an abortion. By taking away access to medication abortion or abortion, you push it out later and you make it more dangerous. Her business provides birth control and emergency contraception by mail, but not the abortion pill. She believes women need to have easy access to it, including at pharmacies. This medication is absolutely safe. It's been approved by the FDA for 20 plus years, and to take it away is absolutely a political maneuver. But Kristen Turner says the danger comes with less restrictions on the abortion pill. The executive director of Pro-Life San Francisco doesn't want to see it in pharmacies. She wants Walgreens to go even further and not carry the abortion pill at all. I don't think that medication like that should be given out without a prescription and just over the counter or even in a place like 
CVS or Walgreens, I think that it's dangerous. Turner will often take to the streets to share her views. Recently, she and other anti-abortion advocates took their protest inside stores like Walgreens in California. We're going to be entering pharmacies, protesting loudly and boldly against the use of abortion pills that kill children. Last week, Walgreens confirmed to CBS News it will not dispense the abortion pill and told 20 attorneys general it did not intend to provide it in their states. But this week, the company said it always planned to provide the drug where it legally can. I have two daughters. I have a daughter right now applying to college. I'm not going to let her apply to any state that doesn't trust her with bodily autonomy. I definitely think we're going to be looking at state-by-state -state battles. Every state is incredibly different. The governor's office says it's reviewing all relationships with Walgreens. We asked for more information on what those relationships are. We're waiting to hear back. And we reached out to the governor's office for an explanation on what exactly it means to, quote, not do business with Walgreens. We have not heard back.